For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I can't understand you. What happened? Once again, now you're back. It's just the first few seconds. Every, every time for a few seconds? Mm -hmm. It's only this show. It's almost like the toxicity has to release itself from my system before we get going. Sounded like you were saying something funny. Yeah, I was saying that uh, Sully Bro Chill here is on the uh, the right idea. Um, with us fighting toxicity, Brian, people forget that's, that's how we, uh, started. Yeah. Mission accomplished. We, we did. did. We eradicated all toxicity, uh, from the internet. Do you mm -hmm. watch, uh, do you watch the show succession? No, no, no. Okay. There was a new term that they used. Um, basically, uh, Logan Roy is this like corrupt old man and his kids are trying to like take over the, the comp, the company. And one of the characters says they want to detoxify the company. So that's, that's kind of another remove toxicity. Detoxify is probably the, the snappier term there. I've never heard that one, but it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, from now on, we will be detoxifying things. I mean, do you find the DFS space getting a little toxic these days with all these beefs? The beefs are ramping, uh, ramping up. That's right. You, you love to see it. Yeah, I can tell, Brian, from your, you know, you you like to just kind of poke poke the bear, you know, throw a little kindling on the fire, just see what happens. Like the older I get, the more I'm like a uh, high school. <laughs> girl or something i don't know i just enjoy it <laughs> i enjoy it do you but you but you enjoy it from the sideline i mean i guess you you were willing to you were you were going into it with ben there you were willing to do the uh the dfs challenge but you, you're not you're not throwing blows too much yourself no 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 i enjoy watching it like uh you know like the bachelor some guilty pleasure or something like that yeah it is. Uh, I mean, you can you can see it across all industries. I mean, beefs are are good for business. Pe fans uh, gravitate to it. Cont I mean, you see all the um, the like celebrity boxing matches and all of this stuff. Like, it's it's such a big boon for for content. Beefs never fail. Yeah, that's true. All those like I could care less about. Well, it's because you're not invested in yeah, the, not the at people all. themselves. Mm -mm. Whereas if Ben the Better in Blender had a boxing match, you would be very invested in that. I would. I'd like to see it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm just going at it. It's, it's good. I wish I wish uh, Ben the Better would have come on our pod or do his own pod even. I know. I did uh, I did invite him on the show. Um, 
he uh, he said, uh, it's nothing against either of us. He likes both of us, um, but he's just not doing podcasts right now. And he says if it changes in the future, he'll hit us up. So uh, I'm leaving a candle on for Ben the Better joining Wolves. Hey. Hey. I just think so, you know, that he had the hype trailer that came out for the Evil Empire uh, Slack. And uh, he did feature a clip from my my show with Osimo, which I did appreciate uh, having that extra publicity boost on a viral DFS video. Um, and I guess for me, it seems like he's leaning into the kind of, you know, content side of things. And I do feel like if this is going to be successful, he's going to have to branch out into more multimedia beyond just Twitter. I think Lowell's is the perfect platform to kind of come and launch and announce his arrival onto the scene. So I do hope that he changes his mind here eventually. Oh yeah. That, I mean, where else is he going to go? He can't go on off, uh, off He can't go on. Uh, who else did he make fun of there? Fantasy Roto Labs. grinders, fantasy Roto labs. Grinders. Was there a fourth one in there? He, he left run pure off. He left run pure. He left ETR out. Left they ETR stay outside out. of the, out of the fray there. I have a feeling he probably didn't even know who ETR existed. Man, this has been a rough run for Run Pure here. First, Chess is okay, doesn't know Big T. Then <laughs> Ben the Better leaves him out of his evil empire, you know, Calvin Hobbs pissing. I mean, these guys got to get back on the radar. Yeah. It's, uh, it is kind of like, you know, why not, why not us? Why not shit on us too? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I don't think he thinks of us as, I mean, I guess he can. No, maybe... I mean from Run Pierce's perspective. Oh yeah. They, they. Uh, I mean, he did shit on him before when he called him run, run shit. shit. Was that your idea? Was that your name? No, his. I think his was run shit. I'm like, that's not. You need to workshop that. I, I went with uh, with pure shit. Yeah. Pure shit sports. I think that's flies off the tongue. Yeah, or pure runs sounds like you have diarrhea, just like the purest of diarrhea there. <laughs> pure runs that. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> run, yeah. run the sims then he can he can maybe yeah. work something up on run the pure, sims pure run the sims um yeah we gotta we gotta do some workshopping there um i am having blender on my friday gpp show so uh i know he's already done a, a few rants on on his beef with ben the better so we can uh hear his thought but this is what i'm saying ben like i'm, I'm giving blender you know the chance to come on you know, we're not going to talk about GPP strategy. We're going to be talking about this Ben the Better situation. You know, like news networks, right? Like, aren't they obligated to, you know, if they provide a platform for one politician, they have to provide it, you know, for the other? Um, I think that's the thing. You know, I'm going to let Blender come on and I'm going to let Ben the Better come on and defend himself. That's no longer the law, but it used to be actually. Yeah, it seems but. like it's like a un unwritten rule a little bit these days. I remember... Was it was it something with ESPN and Grantland with like Simmons doing like an interview with Obama? There was some kind of thing like that where they ended up not doing it because then he would have had to have interviewed whoever it was at the time. I can't I can't remember, but I remember there being drama around stuff like that. Yeah, there used to be an actual law for that, and then uh, they got rid of it, and then and then there was that yeah you do it anyways type of thing but now they'll just kick the president off twitter or whatever they don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah i uh, i have not, 
I have not heard, uh, maybe it's just because I don't read enough news, but man, I have not heard at all what Donald Trump is up to these days. You know, he just, he except that spec he just came out with. I think I did see something like in a podcast title, Donald Trump SPAC, and I didn't even bother to look into it. I, I saw it on the, uh, the Chamath All In podcast. So that's that's, that's the I, title yes. that I saw it on, yeah. And it's like Twitter, I guess, like they have, he has his own Twitter called like Truth truther or something i don't know but instead of like retweets it's like truth tweets or something i don't know <laughs> it sounds fucking this, awesome is yeah. bottom line if i knew that was I didn't, I didn't even pay attention but that would be a nice little gamble that's right was your tweet today uh did that did that actually happen in your life were you in a hot tub today while your landscaping was over here <laughs> no but i thought about it as a bit that's why like i'm like it wouldn't be fucking hilarious if i just went out in the hot tub <laughs> How many how many times a week are you getting in this this hot tub? It's once or twice. Once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. You you more of a morning hot tub or nighttime hot tub? Kind I don't of? know. If it's, it's, it depends on the weather. It went from like ninety five to forty here in like three weeks. Yeah, ninety five is a little hot for a hot tub. Yeah, and then it poured for like two days straight. Did you did you do any lake swimming? Sure. Yeah. If you want, yeah. Nice and clear. All right. When when am I going to get the invite? Come whenever you want, pal. All right. DFS, Lowell's retreat. We go over our content roadmap, our goals for the following year. Let's do it. Maybe we'll bring up uh, Alex will drive up. (laughs) That that would be awesome. I mean, come on. Let's let's throw – you know, we've been talking about doing our uh, MMA hang – what we really need is uh, is a DFS uh, retreat. At do you Brian's. fish? Do you fish? Uh, I I did when I was a child. I'd love to to get back into it. <laughs> it's right away, I was like, no, nah, he's not. I'm not <laughs> do you fish? Uh, it's it's not like I can brag either, but I have been trying here. Yeah, or just completely self taught. I don't like touching the fish, which is a problem. <laughs> You're scared of the fish scales? I give it to my brother. Like, take this off. Wow, you <laughs> yeah, are. I'm kidding. I have done that, but for the most part, DFS made you so soft. You can't even. We thought you were. I mean, Leone getting shit for not doing his own lawn. Imagine Silva roasting you because you won't touch your own fish. Silva seems like he's probably fishes a lot. Doesn't he seem like that type? He does. Yeah, it seems like. He'd go out, crush like a 24-pack oh, uh, yeah. of, Bud, of Bud Lights while fishing. Yeah, 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 definitely. I could see that at a slough, you know, like not like he's not going to like a big lake or something. He's just going to some shitty slough. <laughs> Fucking take, take a, you know, take a 30-pack a of natties or something. Well, Silva's going to be on the invite list. He can make the drive up. Him and Osimo, uh carpool, you know, all fly in to Chicago you know, maybe, maybe I'll just rent a minivan and I'll just kind of mighty duck style drive around Chicago, picking up all the DFS players. And then we'll <laughs> head up to the cabin. Let's do it. <laughs> um, I do. I mean, this is you've, you've, have you heard about the, like the Twitch stream meta, which is just basically hot chicks in hot tubs streaming and talking to their fans. That's a very successful show format right now. I heard. Yeah. On Twitch, right. Is that what you yeah. said? I did. I did hear that. Yeah. So, and you know, some of the the best ideas come from, you know, stealing it from other industries and then bringing it to our industry. I mean, 
maybe Lowell's needs to be the first ever hot tub streamers. We could do it. Think um, about all the hijinks we could have in there. You know, me <laughs> tossing, you know, fish to you and you freaking out. I mean, the ratings <laughs> would be through the roof. I Will think our demographic would change slightly. It'd still be male. You think? Yeah. 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 Um, probably. Probably. Willis says the meta is dead, but I bet we could revive it. I mean, when you get two DFS hunks and one Illinois hot tub, I think the meta would come rare. You know they have like full nudity on YouTube? Go on. Speaking of the hot tub show. Go on. What kind of shit are you watching, Brian? They got, I just saw this the other day. They have naked yoga. Brian, how did you stumble upon this? I saw it on a podcast, and of course, I immediately looked, and it's true. So it's not it's not blurred out or anything. Just no, no, on. It's hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Full 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 nudity. What? How how is how does this not get taken down? I have no idea. So we have every you know all these people getting deplatformed from YouTube, but the one thing you <laughs> yeah. can say are hot people doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Don't say anything about Hunter, Hunter Biden, but <laughs> why is it right now? Yoga. I just see our views going down. It's you know 188, 70, 60, <laughs> 50, 40. Everyone is googling hot yoga right now. They're gone. We lost them, Brian. Yeah, yeah, I would say we gave that uh, naked yoga a boost, but I'm sure it's probably got hundreds of thousands of people already. I'll tell you, the naked yoga does not need our help. No, <laughs> no. You know who I the the one person in the DFS industry that I mean, Osmo's watching this right now, and he just got the idea. He's going to stage this, you know, this photo of him. Um, it's going to be a photo of him naked. It'll be blurred out, but him at his desk making uh, DFS lineups. <laughs> Doesn't that can't you just see Alex posting a photo like that? I can see that. Yeah. Uh he's like he's he's like you now though. He's got a wife, so he can he can force her to take the picture, you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, his photos are far too staged these days. There's help with those photos. Oh yeah. I I re, I even with some of mine will I would get sheepish and I'd be like, I, I'd rather just take this myself so no one has to say, Did your wife take that photo? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alex had a tweet earlier that he's uh, he's going to the bar with his laptop, so I assume he can make NBA late swaps. Yeah, you know, well, actually, I guess it's not too bad. The late, the later swaps are easier, and you could easily do it on your on your laptop. But after the first game, you needed to swap. I wouldn't want to be at a laptop because there's just too many games left. Uh, be at a bar with a laptop, I should say. Just to because of the amount of just you need more screen real estate, or you just don't want to be. I mean, if you, yeah, if there's like one game left or two games left, and you and there's an injury, like so many of your lineups are already locked or one spot left, you're just going to run an optimizer. Have you considered that Alex is built different and he's actually not human and he could just, you know, on his TI 83 calculator make all the right swaps? Have I considered if Alex is human? You're asking me this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were the one who kind of blew the lid off that story that he's not human. Somebody, I was just watching their 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 Live Before Lock show, and Greg said Alex has a twin brother. I don't know if he was joking. I think he might have been joking, but I was working, so I couldn't totally pay attention. Do you know anything about this? No, I don't. Anyone, chat? So it, what, it was Osimo has a twin brother? Yeah. He was either doing a bit. Or he has a twin brother. 
maybe i mean so maybe his brother is fully human and he's fully robot and they were separated at birth i'm thinking it's like data and lore <laughs> did you get that did you get that reference i don't i i laugh like i did but i didn't <laughs> okay good what's the reference it's star trek okay yeah my dad was really into star trek when i was a kid and i like thought it looked cool but i was too young to ever get hooked and then when i was probably old enough to start to enjoy star trek i was interested in other things yeah it's 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 pretty bad there's uh Let's see here. Uh, Andrew says, "How much to get Brian say Shiboshi's to the moon? Give him, give him a price." I'm part of the Sheeb army. Hey, God, well, to the hey, moon. Come on, Brian. You God, you got to negotiate. I was about to get a six dollar and ninety cent tip on this show, and you just <laughs> oh, fucking blow your load. God. He, he could give you like a thousand sheep. That's like <laughs> what, like forty cents. What What's the deal with this? I, I I mean, all I know is it's another meme coin and it's pumping. Is there anything else to it? There's absolutely nothing else to it as far as I can see, so I bought a whole shit ton. Did you then, really? <laughs> Are you just trying to swig trade Shiva? Like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I'm like, you were on it three weeks ago? You were on the ground floor of Shiva? Not the ground floor. Like If you would have got on the ground floor, it would be like billions of dollars right now. <laughs> Some, I'm not kidding. It's it, the, They saw a tweet. Somebody bought $8,000 worth when it first came out. It's worth $5.7 billion now. Is this like some... Is this another Wall Street bets type of pump? Yeah, um, yes, that's my that's my my guess. I think the only thing I saw on it, I'm not doing a ton of re not financial advice. <laughs> not You're doing not doing your fifty here. hours of research before I'm you not doing eighty hours. You know, mm -mm. I'm not doing eighty hours of research on NBA, DFS, or Sheepcoin. Yeah, it's because you're watching fucking naked yoga all day now. Well, it takes up a lot of time. They have a they have a lot of uh, episodes I haven't seen yet. Yeah, you, know, you go back in the catalog. Some of them are really good. What are we looking at? Is this vinyasa? What what kind of style are you practicing these days, Brian? Oh, uh, that was a vinyasa is more of the meditation part too, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I mean, it's yeah. it sounds like you might be focused on other things than kind of the technical aspects like of what? the practice. Just oh, maybe yeah. the you know the figures, and you might be lusting after the performers. I'm just here to learn. Um, so the only thing I saw about Sheeb was mm -hmm. uh, they burn, they burn their like tokens. I don't know if it was on a schedule or something, but they'll burn a whole shit ton over time. So it's deflationary. Yeah, but then I then I read something where they do do that, but yet it's still not even deflationary somehow. So so they're like I don't fucking know. I just aped in. I love that idea of being like we do burn, but we're actually minting at a higher, faster clip than we burn. <laughs> so you could just say that you burn, but you're actually, it's still not deflationary. I also like being able to use the bit, like with my brother. Yeah. Like, dude, sheep's up. Sheep's up, bro. You getting in sheep? Sheep, sheep, sheep army? Up, <laughs> sheep loose, dude. Um, I can't believe I missed these. These, these shit coins come out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, I, I've, you know, I've been plugged into the NFT world and uh, I completely miss the, the Shiba stuff. I keep missing the shit coins. It's completely ridiculous. I'm saying this having invested money. And if you go to Coin Market Cap, it's the tenth largest by market cap on a Coin Market Cap. And if it got to like one cent, it would be like bigger market cap than Bitcoin. 
what's going to happen when we run out of these Asian dogs to name these coins? You know, is it, is this a bubble when we run out of these dogs? I mean, cause that it, it, it seems like that's the meta right now, but eventually we're going to run out. Sharpay, Sharpay coin. That's the next one. Brian, we need to start Sharpay coin. Wait, what's Sharpay coin? Sharpay uh, is a dog type that has incredibly wrinkly features. And I actually think this is this is the bi next billion dollar idea. I'll show you a Sharpay here. Th that's oh, a Sharpay. Okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Look at, look at these wrinkles here, Brian. If we uh, launch Sharpay coin, yeah. can you imagine? This is big. This I is feel big. it already. I mean, that's adorable. This thing, Brian, I mean, so Shiba had, Dave says they had four quadrillion tokens. I think we do 69 quadrillion Sharpay coins. Um, is there any celebrities who own a Sharpay that can pamp our bags? Ooh, this is good. You're already thinking of celebrity influencers, yeah. famous people who own Sharpays. Um, let's see here. Meet. Okay, this looks promising, Brian. This looks real promising. Meet Luis Rednap's adorable Sharpay. Celebrity Snoop Dogs. This channel has one point. Casual stroll around. I, I think this is a British lady. Are you willing yeah. to have a British ambassador for our new meme coin? It says Snoop Dogg in it. Celebrity Snoop. Snoop Dogg. already pumps Shiba, so or Doge or something. Look at this dog. I mean, this is a wild video. Not much. Uh, not much action here. All right. Well, why don't we buy like a thousand of these dogs, and then just mail them to celebrities. <laughs> And then see if one sticks. This is okay. I'm I'm sold on Luis. I think she is going to be our celebrity ambassador for Sharpay Coin. Hey, branded, branded. No, no. <laughs> I need to turn off YouTube before you guys get unsavory ideas. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? There's already a Sharpay Coin. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? Let me see this. What's its code or whatever? Oh my God. This is brutal. Uh, I don't see anything. The first, hey, come on. No, we, they, they, they don't get to squat on this. They only have 80 Twitter followers. Welcome to Sharpay. Sure, Watchdogs, a community driven <laughs> decentralized meme token. God damn it. Well, you know what? Maybe they just needed an, an influencer like you to take over the project and. Yeah. You know, it's always been my dream to pump and dump a. <laughs> And a tier cryptocurrency project. Yeah, I'm just I'm devastated because someone had this idea back in May and they they didn't execute it properly. That's a good idea though. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like it. I uh, keep I keep seeing all this shit go up and it's like, where is this money coming from? I still don't get Lou, it. Woo! I four, we're four months late. Shiba coin is literally all the rage right now. If anything, yeah. we're, we're still so early. It's Brian. so early for yeah. I told my grandma about Shiba Coin. She didn't even fucking know. We're so early. What? Brian. Yeah. God. Um. Get with it, grandma. So how much? How much U.S. dollars did you spend on Shiba Coin? Mm. <laughs> Say it. Say it. A lot. A lot. You know, not a ton. A lot. 
Come on, give it, give us a number. Uh, thirty grand. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? How much are you up? How much has it got up since you you put a... Uh, uh, let me check. <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. We should be talking about this. I mean, 100% we should be talking about it. <laughs> Either you have massive, massive conviction on Shiba Coin or you have funny. way too much disposable income right now. It's at 88861. And what did you buy it at? 30 grand. So was that 80,861? Oh, so, you, okay. so you've like. I bought. Million. It was 1 million. I wanted 1 million. <laughs> so that's how much it costs. <laughs> you're like, you're like Vegas Dave with a Bitcoin. You wanted, Vegas Dave is the fucking goat. Why wouldn't I want to be like that? You, you thought that Shiba coin only came in denominations of a million. That's true. I did. <laughs> I did think that. I, I haven't seen a Vegas Dave tweet in months, by the way. He needs to unblock me. <laughs> I can't believe you're blocked by Vegas, Dave. I know. It's the worst. But again, we've talked about this. I, I can pass along all the Vegas Dave tweets. You pass along all the Randone tweets. And together, we, we have our bases covered. Yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen a Vegas Dave tweet in a while. So you're so, not really holding up your end of the bargain. So let's, let's talk about kind of how you're going to play this from an investment standpoint. Because, you know, now that I've done some NFT trading, you know, if I were you, mm -hmm. I'd take my... 30,000 back off the table. Yeah. And I'd say, you know what? Now we're riding with house money. How are you thinking through this financial? Well, if I did that, I wouldn't have 1 million though. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to let your OCD <laughs> prevent you from, from pulling uh, your profits off the table. Well, I do have a little more than a million. Maybe I could sell that. <laughs> Will that make you happy? So you're nah, really I'm just going to, I'm just going to ride it out in Campbell. Who gives a fuck? Jesus Christ. Goodness. Um, I don't know. What should I sell at? I think I mean it's completely fine to write it out, but at least pull out your thirty thousand. Pull out forty thousand, pull out half of it right now. You made fucking ten thousand dollars on a meme coin, and then you're playing with house money. You don't think it's gonna go to, to number one? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be the new world reserve currency within six months. And imagine how much you would resent me. If uh, you were sitting on, you know, a ten trillion dollar uh, bag of that's that's true, yeah. <laughs> if only you had this kind of commitment during the Top Shot heyday. Hey, actually, that reminds me. So, Karain, uh, I'm going. I'm going to go down to New York uh, mm -hmm. for the Top Shot stuff. Karain got an a legit VIP invite from Top Shot. For to go to the Knicks game because he's such a big bag holder, I have to imagine you received something similar. Uh -uh. Seriously? No, I, I do like kind of shit on him on our show. Maybe they don't like that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm tight with Top Shot, but I mean, how you, your bag is bigger than Karain's bag, right? I'm assuming I hold most of Karain's <laughs> bag. <laughs> how much money has this guy got? Yeah, he said they re I wonder if it was something where they did it like localized because they knew Crane lived in New York. That's the only other theory I'd have to it. I guess. I don't know. But the, I mean, it's not like you were going to fly out to go to a Knicks game, but you you would like to feel wanted. I, I wouldn't drive to the United Center to go to a Bulls game, much less a fucking 
Knicks game. Yeah, we. I mean, we famously spent an entire episode doing a very poorly planned giveaway because you didn't want to go to the uh, Fantasy World Championships. Fantasy World Championships would be all right, I guess. But not in well, Philly. Well, this is why I'm going to have to fly in to Chicago because you refuse to travel. You refuse to vacation, so I'm going to have to bring the party to you. That's 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 true, and I'm the one with the Shiba coin. So, <laughs> I mean, you're going to be flying <laughs> me out when uh, Shiba coin goes to the moon. Are you part of? Have, how have you not started doing Shiba memes? Are you are you retweeting Shiba memes yet on Twitter? No. I mean, Davis Davis will buy an NFT for 0. .08 <laughs> Ethereum, and he'll fucking fire off a tweet to his forty thousand followers. You buy thirty thousand dollars of Shiba coin, and you're just gonna? I had to pry it out of you. <laughs> Pump your bags, buddy. I, there's I, my, my forty five hundred followers are not gonna pump shit anyways. <laughs> well, the I do now actually need to add not financial advice to the disclaimer on this video. Otherwise, you I'm gonna need that. your your Shiba money to uh to help support my legal fees when someone sues me for for financial <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah, well, if Shiba goes to one cent. Uh, I can I'll help you. Out, I promise. <laughs> goodness that's why it's like it's so cheap it's a gene it's a genius idea for uh to get to become a meme coin because it was so dirt cheap that like at like any point someone can see it and be like oh it's only you know one one thousandth of a cent even though it's gone up five thousand percent already or whatever that is the most genius thing about those meme coins is because mm -hmm people love that idea like they're still it's the reason people don't want to buy bitcoin right because they look yeah. at the price and they're like I, i'm not i don't have sixty thousand dollars but they look at something where it only costs you know four tenths of a penny to buy and they're like oh now if this goes to one cent oh my god that's a thousand you know like people eat that shit up even though it, it doesn't actually matter it's like a game of chicken or something hot potato because you could like buy at any point and it just depends on when you want to sell. So, like, I could sell now, but, like, you know, someone before me could have sold for 5000 profit by now or old. Wait, are you just now discovering what a Ponzi scheme is, Brian? Wait a second. <laughs> Brian, Josh you is right. You're like, and if I sell it to someone else for more than I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll be left. Holding the pig. Wait, now I get it. <laughs> That's the thing, Brian. I mean, I think you need to come out on the show right now and say your intentions aren't to dump on any. I was trying to get you to dump on someone, and you are actually the true believer that just believes in the fundamental technology of Shiba coin. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely have to put not, not financial advice on this one. <laughs> the, no, the, I think I, it's a fucking joke meme coin, and I want it to go to uh, a dollar. <laughs> The thing is, is what I actually feel very good is I feel like we have an incredibly smart audience uh, to where I don't even have to worry about those things. But I saw Dee's, uh, who is a big time uh, NFT influencer. He works with Andy over at Fractional. He had this tweet uh, that I'm pulling up right now. He says, I rarely stumble on Dee. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. NFT YouTube, but when I do, it never fails to make me cringe. It's just these videos with a shit ton of views. I made $832,000 flipping NFTs, how to make money with NFTs in 2021. I tried making money with NFTs, how to buy and sell NFTs for profit. These, Brian, are the videos that need not financial advice associated with them. The top guy looks pretty badass, though, so he can go. <laughs> He's doing my bit, which is dressing up like your crypto punk. Oh, well, maybe this is all your fault. Have you ever thought about taking responsibility? Yeah, I think my, I mean, my crypto punk video did well. It didn't do 348000 partly because my title wasn't how I made, you know, $832,000 flipping NFTs. So, uh Justin or Jason? Justin Kelly in my chat is saying he's pretty sure I have one billion, not one million. So let's see. Are you telling me, Brian, that you spent thirty thousand dollars on this coin and you didn't even know how many you were? You what's were nine? What's nine zeros? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Isn't eight, that nine. a billion? Is it eight figures a million? No, seven figures a million. Eight is ten. Hundred million. Why can't I do this math? So it's a billion. Okay, you have a billion. Okay, I have a billion. <laughs> okay, my mistake. This shows. This here you go. Yeah, um, you guys could think that the Alex Becker guy is legit, but the uh, the the clickbait is predatory and misleading for ninety nine point nine percent of the people who will watch his video. Um, but congratulations on having uh, a million uh, or a billion Shiva, Brian. Yeah, when you see Davis tweeting out that he's not into something, you got to look into it. That I mean, that's what happens in the uh, the club MGMI Discord. Is Davis says he's in on a mint, and everyone says I'm out because <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen someone have such awful uh, combination of instincts and luck. Everything Davis mints just turns to the to the worst kind of dust imaginable. Even his bag pamping is not holding value up there. Uh, no, uh, the, the, the things don't, we, we, I forget who it was that was, I don't know if I saw this, but I agreed with it too, that they're, you know, everyone with all these NFT stuff and people joke around with the top shot when China or when, you know, they get super excited and there's some influencers that are outside of the NFT world that can like move the needle a little bit, like Reese Witherspoon recently tweeted about one, I think it was World of Women or something, one of those NFT projects. And it started to run on that because Reese Witherspoon is like an A-list celebrity. But for the most part, like an NFT influencer with 30,000 followers will move something far more than some, I don't know, C-list celebrity with a million followers who doesn't have a primarily NFT-focused following. Hmm. Because it's just like you think about right now the barriers of entry for some of that stuff and, you know, having a MetaMask and navigating OpenSea and understanding yeah. gas fees. Like it's the NFT savvy crowd that thinks they're getting out in front of something quickly versus, you know, you see Reese Witherspoon tweet and you're like, what, like, what, what is that picture? How do, how do I get that? Why do I even want that? It just, I think it's a completely different audience. Yeah. yeah I'm surprised. I'm surprised not as many people do it as is. That's why we were saying last time, Coinbase, the Coinbase NFT market should, I think, make it easier for a decent amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, that one will be, I mean, how many people 
there's an absurd amount of people on their wait list right now, I think. It was over a million last I saw, right? Yeah. Yep. I, oh, I, uh, millions and billions are tough for me. Yeah, it could be oh, anything. Could be a billion. Yeah. Um, if you're asking Brian for money, make sure you are very specific about how many zeros you want. <laughs> this is like Kitchen today on the uh, on the Swolecast said he won five to six figures. And we're like, you don't know if it was the difference between five to six figures. And he said, oh, well, the, I was including the decimal points. <laughs> <laughs> we need figures. To it's a left. man who doesn't look at balances very frequently. <laughs> wow. Everyone pilot on Kitchen. <laughs> Oh wow, yeah. Where yeah, where are you holding your Shiba? Like what exchange did you buy it from? You want me to like just give out my address? No, I mean I, I'm just actually you know, wanting to know if I happen to get drunk. Do you know what people will do for one billion sheep, Pete? What will they do? They'll, they'll put your uh, life in danger. Okay. That's a lot of fucking sheep. I think we learned so much about you today, Brian. What? We learned that you've been watching naked yoga videos <laughs> and buying $30,000 worth of meme coins. Like, are you okay? I haven't been watching them. I'm not opposed to watching them anyways. I'm just, it's just an interesting fact that I found out and I felt I needed to share it here. How would you, would you stumble when you heard about it and you Googled it and you saw it? How long did you watch? N not long. Like six hours. No, like um, not long at all. I was just like, "Holy shit, that chick's completely naked and she's fucking hot. She's doing yoga." All right, I I still refuse to believe this is true, but I also refuse to fact check it here on the show with a screen share. Yeah, you can't screen share. Although it's their content, you figure. I mean, not that we we should, but. Yeah, this is I, I. We have learned so much, and the and the fish thing. You know, well, the fish thing. I took care of it because I bought fishing gloves. Okay, <laughs> you you bought fishing gloves. <laughs> what are fishing gloves? I don't know. I like don't know. Like you're a oh, fishing gloves. Look at you. You haven't fished since you were a fucking kindergartner. What do you? you yeah, can't... but I would fucking go and bare hand a fish right now. No problem. How do you know? How do you know that? Are you kidding me, Brian? You, you, how do I'm you know? a hand builder. I'm a hand builder with years. calluses. You see these calluses right here? You think these hands are afraid of touching no. fish? You would use your computer to catch a fish. I guarantee <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. Look. Get I your might... depth finder out there. Here's the deal. Maybe I don't have skill at fishing. I ain't afraid of no fish, Brian. I ain't afraid to get my I'm hands I'm not afraid ready. of it. It's just kind of gross. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ruin it. You're worried it's going to ruin your manicure. What about I, a pike? What if you catch a pike and it's got all those teeth in there? I mean, I really doubt that. These uh, are those the actual concerns where you're fishing here. No. Right? Tell well, me I mean, your yeah, gloves yeah. are fingerless. No, I don't like the fingerless ones because then you touch them, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those, the there there it's one of these. I don't know. It's it's one of these. Yeah, the fish handler. And it does not protect you from getting poked by the hook. Learn that the hard way. <laughs> did you leave a? Did you leave that on an Amazon review? <laughs> no, not yet. Wow, man, learned a lot about you tonight, Brian. It's true.
I'm an open book. I shouldn't admit it. Ed. That was a big mistake, probably. I know you're you're fairly guarded. You let you know you let your guard down for a second, and I just pried out all kinds of uh, good information from you. So uh, let's talk about something else. Yeah, the week eight slate, man. Um, you think you're going to pay up at quarterback this week or what? Quarterback. Oh God. All right, let's talk about me more. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. I listened to your Manic Pod the take cast that you did. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you're saying that you hate to do uh, waivers. Yeah, waivers. I went. Yeah, that was the worst, man. When I was playing like seven back in the day, I was like in seven or eight leagues, maybe. It's like this is too much. Yeah, too much work. I will say uh, today I was more on top of my shit and more organized and I had, I wasn't as stressed going through waivers and I was like, all right, at least I'm not miserable right now. But when you're busy and you're like, shit, we have a lot of money on the line here and I'm crunched for time and having to go through here and, and look at everything is uh, it feels like a chore. And uh, there's a reason people seem to prefer DFS and best ball. So they don't have to do that. If you could picture your like yourself back at your like shittiest job you ever worked, and then like you know eventually you're gonna be complaining about waiver wire. That'll be your job, and you're yeah. gonna complain about doing waiver wires. You'd probably be like, things turn out pretty good. Yeah, no, I I'm very careful about that too. Even when I'm talking with Davis about stuff, I'm uh, I probably don't say it en- enough, but I am the happiest I've ever been from like a work standpoint like just truly excited uh to do almost everything that i do over the course of the day for all my stuff so yeah i i feel extremely fortunate um and it seems hilarious to complain about uh doing waivers in that context but yeah i am uh i am truly living the dream these days what was your shittiest job man well i worked at a cemetery for two summers (laughs) no oh really yeah i uh i had um so it was my it was after my freshman year of college, I was coming home for the summer and I was trying to get a job. And I first got this job. I had applied because my dad worked for the national park service and he saw like the government job board. And he was like this uh, national cemetery by our house was hiring. And I applied for it, but I was like, you know, I hadn't heard back yet. So I still needed to get a job, got a job at Buffalo wild wings. It was the 300th Buffalo Wild Wings store in Denver. So I'm doing like two weeks of training. I'm on the wrap station, uh, you know, uh, creating the uh, Buffalo chicken wraps for the people there. I get the call from the cemetery and they're going to pay me like $15 an hour. And, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings is paying me like $8 an hour. Mm. So I just snapped, dropped it. Buffalo Wild Wings, very upset. They trained me for two weeks so that I was like, peace. I just got a pay raise. So uh, I go and do that for two summers, uh, basically to pay for my, uh, my study abroad trip. I just toiled away for two summers and, uh, yeah, it was, it was legitimately heavy at times. I would do, uh, like the weed whacking on the headstones and you're just going by and I'm just like reading headstones all day, like Vietnam war, you know, and just going Mm -hmm. by, see all the, just contemplating death just all day while staring at headstones doing manual labor. Um, so that was definitely a, a pretty shitty job. Hmm. But it paid well uh, for me at the time. Some of the cemeteries in Chicago, they're, they're you know old school cemeteries with a lot of big names in them. So some of that stuff can actually be kind of cool. You know, t- time plus what's that tragedy equals humor or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. 
far enough away, it's not it's not that sad. It's actually interesting. We did have um, Dog the Bounty Hunter's dad was buried at uh, Fort Logan National Cemetery where I worked. And he came out, I think when he was doing the show, I think it was an A&E show, and they came and filmed him visiting his dad's grave. And so, you know, a few of us got to to watch, you know, from 100 feet away as he, you know, they filmed this scene. So, uh, yeah, that was um, that was my brush with uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Wow. Well, hopefully was, that's the last time. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you want, you want the dog coming from you. <laughs> I mean, what an incredible like bounty hunter. I mean, just an incredible job title. He's still still working it. Yeah, what is he what is he doing these days? He was going after those in that internet celebrity couple that died. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at this guy. This guy shows up at the cemetery you work at, Brian. WYD. That just, I don't know, that'd be fucking cool. <laughs> if we ever start a, a, a company, Pete, together, we need to hire this man somehow. I mean, this guy's a legend. He he kind of, yeah. I'd want, like, him, Vegas Dave, and Ben the Better. That's the... That's the, the triumvirate? Yeah, that's the face of the, the company. Yeah, it'd be good. What What's your, uh, do you have any good uh, celebrity run-ins uh in your day oh god I, I have the worst fucking memory eddie van uh eddie vetter ran into me at the, at the wrigley once he ran into you yeah i think they were like shuffling through to like uh go to the bathroom or something and he's just got this huge bodyguard pushing them through and it's it's wrigley if you've, you've ever been to wrigley so like I there's no yeah. space it's a million years old and he just bams into me from behind and i'm like like you know it was one of those where you're like what the fuck is going on and you turn around he's like, sorry i'm sorry man sorry Dude. i'm like that's fucking eddie Vedder. <laughs> he's like he's pretty sh small short yeah. or whatever let's see uh let's get a, a visual here on eddie vetter to uh so i can fully picture um i mean he was cool he was totally cool about it so is this this is the this is the man Five seven, it says here, huh? That's that seems about right. Five seven, wow. Mm -hmm. He was pretty significantly shorter than me. Yeah, five seven. A lot of these celebs, Brian, pretty short, man. His pretty bodyguard short. was at least a foot taller than him. I mean, that's if I'm five seven, I definitely need my bodyguard at least a foot taller, preferably foot and a yeah, half. Yeah, that's huge. Um, yeah, I I'm trying to think if I've had any other. Uh, just random run-ins. I, I mean, I've, I've seen some, some people in Vegas. Uh, I saw walking into uh, Caesar's palace, uh, Chris Angel, you know, we just kind of locked eyes, kind of nodded uh, to each other. That was mutual a very, respect, mutual respect, very formative moment. Mutual respect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nice like that, you know, just like, you know, those guys bump into you and you're like, what the fuck, bro. You know, like you kind of have to assert your dominance in those situations. Mm. Yep, yep. Uh, and now, but mate, what what would you do if Eddie? Vet, he's like, "Are you Brick seventy five? <laughs> I recognize you from Holes, man." <laughs> oh man, we have we've up we've upset the short people. Oh okay. Uh oh. Oh. Uh, oh god, yeah. I guess that was high chain. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I mean that's that that's not anti. What was it? Anti toxicity. What, what did the woman oh, say? Oh yeah, we got to detoxify. Yeah, I'm not helping detoxify the the space here. Sorry, guys. Anyone famous DM you for fantasy advice? I've had I've had Tom Everett Scott ask me for fantasy advice. Before. Oh yeah, he's uh, a nice he's a nice guy. I saw Holka had uh, Manny Machado. If he DM me, I'd be like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, Manny Machado. What? <laughs> Not shitting on Holka, he's great or whatever. I was just saying, like, you're a 20 year old athlete. Like, I care fucking less. Like, what? What if? Uh, I'm now imagining a celebrity DMing Blender for fantasy advice. <laughs> Play whatever you want. <laughs> like, okay, all right. What is that? Who would Blender? I, I, I just, I just thought of something that that slightly changed the subject because Blender's old school poker, and so mine. Did you see Skolansky and? Uh, Mason Mammoth sold two plus two like a month ago. Or? No, I miss that. Yeah. So the, how, the glory much, days are over. How much did that go for? You know, I didn't even look. I was um, too busy counting my sheep. I don't care. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, And so I looked and like Skolansky's like 74 now or something. I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you got to sell. Those yeah. were uh, for the younglings out there, people who don't the poker, like everything about poker was on two plus two back in the yeah everything I, I remember gambling really yeah i i would go on there a bit i was never into poker quite enough to be like posting like hand histories and stuff but that was one of my first introductions to kind of online message boards it was a it was a wild place yeah i would go on when they would like talk about hands against me or i wouldn't i just just uh just what's that lurk. called where you you go in yeah. and you read but you don't post yeah, lurk, lurk, lurking. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like guys were like, "He's a, a spew monkey retard or whatever." It's like, I uh, <laughs> this is back in the day. You could say that, but I, I would. Uh, the one time that the, that I was actually, and by most active, I mean reading it, was when I first started doing bands videos, poker videos, and they had like a huge thread going about like poker vloggers and stuff. And there was a huge thread about people trying to like dissect the man's on there and like whether the man's was like real and whether his like he actually had a poker background. And so I had so much fun lurking through that thread, uh, reading people hypothesizing about the uh, the man's. That was that was very fun for me. Wow. They had a sports betting section, too. And um, they had a ton of stuff, staking, gossip, just like everything gambling was on there. I, it reminds me of like how much better sports betting information there is available now to back then. There was oh, nothing, yeah. man. You had to figure it all out on your own. Yeah. I mean, it's even crazy, you know, just thinking about how I, you know, when I first started playing fantasy, um, like 2007, 2008, and just thinking about the way I made my decisions now versus, you know, everything is based off of a projection now. Like no one was even like doing or you know, people were ranking players, but no one was even doing it by like projection. You know, it was like literally just guys by feel just being like, you know, these are who I think are going to play. Like just, just how much this stuff has evolved even in the past few years is, is wild. Oh yeah. I had many multiple years back in the day of uh, magazine drafts. Everyone had a magazine. Yep. And it's like, whoever knew who was out for the year, that, that's your edge. You know what I mean? You scratch him off. Other than that, 
Yeah. But like, I mean, everyone still, they would like, they disagree with the rankings and they'd move them up back then. You probably, if you knew what you're doing, it's a pretty huge edge. If you could now, I doubt you're going to beat the like ETR rankings or something like that. No, it's uh, yeah. It's gotten so much more efficient. The field is, is so much more sharp. It's yeah. I, I, I think I've mentioned it before. The one when I was doing still fantasy basketball season long in that site, basketball monster, which mm-hmm. Justin fan worked there and Matt booster, I think was the one who founded it. And they had this sick, sick draft co- tool that optimized your draft in real time based on the players you drafted and yeah. which categories you had the best chance of winning. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I would just steamroll the guys I was playing with because you know, they're, they're drafting off of ADP and I'm, I'm building a team to win five categories every single week and just <laughs> destroying people. Just even having some of those early tools. Basketball, fantasy season long is the worst because you have to like keep up with your players so much and make sure you're maximizing the starts each week and stuff oh, oh god that that's probably my least favorite season long one and there were, i hate them all but i probably hate that one the most i remember the first year i like started a fantasy basketball league and as commissioner i was like figuring shit out as i went and i didn't set a cap on maximum transactions in a week and so then by the end of the season we were just all gaming it where you're just streaming every single guy basically other than your top five or six players just to get in as many games for that week as possible so you're basically like i'm gonna punt turnovers because i'm gonna have such insane usage but i am going to try to win you know all of the counting stat categories just by pure volume of just churning and so then i realized okay i need to have a max three moves a week Otherwise, it's just the sickos that are dropping a new player every week. It's like, oh, this guy just had his second of two games in the week. I'm going to draft the guy who still has two more games going this week. And, uh, you know, fantasy basketball, it, it's a true grinders fantasy sport, that's for sure. Yeah, The, the difference I'm still fixated on that at 2 plus 2 back in the day with, uh, like, the amount of – I don't think people understand the amount of, like, information now that's available compared to – 2009 or something like that 2010 i'm trying to think of a good example but like the only one that's come to my mind is like no one would mention like regressions right and so like this is just like a basic statistical um technique that everybody uses and like they wouldn't that that's like the secret thing you like you don't want to get anyone going down that road and then if someone did mention it they would no one would point you in the right direction like no, you just go over here. This website shows you. And even there wasn't that many websites, too, even for just, like, stupid nerd stuff, you know, like Stack Exchange or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like, then, you have literally no idea what to do. And then it was people, like, born out of the 2 plus 2 era, like a Doug Polk and those guys who then created the training sites and the tools that, you know, so people didn't have to go read message boards all day trying to piece together information. Right in strategy they just packaged it and presented it for the masses in a, a digestible format right yeah card runners you had to there, there never was one for sports betting though i mean i guess right angle sports maybe they like because they actually give out winning winning picks like they're the only site that apparently is this is what spanky and rufus say that they give out winning picks and but they don't give out a, like a whole a whole ton i don't think yeah did you see the? Uh, but they're really see, expensive too. Did you happen to see the uh, the highlight video at, at all of uh, from Tilt Space this week? 
Uh, yes, I did actually. Is that with Wiggins on there? Yeah. Did you see the hit the card rudders thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so because so did you know did you know about card rudders back in the days? Like, bitch, I invented card rudders. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Who? 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 I mean, that had to be a setup. Like a not. I don't not know. That, not that he knew. I'm just saying, like the guy must have been joking. Like maybe. How would you know to mention card runners and not know that he was? On that? Yeah, I forget what we were talking about. We might have been talking about something uh, with poker, um, but yeah, I can't remember. Somebody's trying to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Who knows? People trying to be funny on the internet. It's like uh, Pete. Have you ever heard of this character, the man's character? Bitch! I invented the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think man's might be making a return he's been a little quiet i saw your tweet yeah he's thinking uh i think he might be uh getting back in the uh in the content game on friday 4 20 p.m eastern so for all the man's <laughs> fans out there's hella chill start time you know what? your 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 showdown show if i yeah. can if i may be so bold yes stop it you suck no i'm kidding um a little earlier. So, yeah, the well, first of all, no, I want you to explain your thought, and then I'll explain my my thought process. But but why a little earlier? Just because when I'm making lineups, um, I notice like when I'm done, all done, all the stuff is in, and my process kind of takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm like done, and then your show comes on ten minutes after that. Yeah, well. A couple things. Part of it is a little shelf selfish on my part in that I want to let inactives come out and updated projections and the Sims and stuff before I run. And so then if I, I basically have to make a choice of either I play mm-hmm. and then do a later show oh, or okay. I don't play and do an earlier show. Gotcha. Where like I can review all the updated information and I could go on, you know, at like 715 or so but I wouldn't have time. Like I've been really enjoying playing 20 max again lately and, you know, picking out my lineups for those sets and stuff. I need about 20 to 30 minutes to do my stuff. So it's part selfish. The other part, and I I actually would like to pull people on this. I would imagine that a lot of my audience are kind of hand building and just wanting to toss one or two lineups in. And so kind of the thesis of it is like, it's a cram, like, Hey, I want to make sure I'm making an an informed lineup, but I haven't spent, you know, an hour slaving away from these. Oh yeah. This game starts in in 30 minutes. I'll, uh, I'll hear what Pete thinks are the good leverage plays and and hand build a lineup. So, but I am, I am open to feedback on that. It's, it's a tough spot. What time do you start? Like when's your typical go live time? My go live, so I, I was doing them at 7.30, and then when I started doing 20 max, I pushed it back to 7.45 because I needed a, a little bit extra time to do my stuff. Oh, so that's still 45 minutes, 40? 30 generally. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's not that's not, that's not not too bad then. I mean, obviously, if you're building laps and stuff, don't listen to me. But, yeah, I would, I would watch it. I would rather have it a little earlier. Yeah. Just what for me. Mean? This is me being selfish, I guess. But you, I mean <laughs> – you're you're just pulling my string. You're not listening to my show for information, are you? No, but I like having it. <laughs> no, of course not. No, but I like having a show on. Yeah, while you're building, well, just to make sure. I've been doing it for years, so I like having a show on. So, what and what do you do it as like a check to just see like make sure that none of your inputs or stuff are are like too far off or stuff like that? No, 
it's just like listening to a fan when you go to sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so uh, what you're saying is you you just need my ambient noise on while you're building line. You know you can listen to the archives uh, anytime you want, Bryant. What's the sound thing? The white noise. People, no, where people do uh, sounds on YouTube. Uh, ASMR. ASMR. Um, uh, yeah, but no. And the second one is, um, especially for for showdown, is what if I missed a someone being out. Yeah. So I do like I I, I do. That's, well, that's the what I meant. Like it's like a, yeah. a back check on something to just make sure you didn't miss anything. Yes, yes. Stuff. That was being a little little silly, but yeah, I, I like listening to like uh, somebody because a lot of times I can't look at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go, go go from naked yoga right in the peach show yeah <laughs> god <laughs> i would rather not i would rather not have i just got i guess i'm just not going with a two-hour session and <laughs> naked yoga feed i'm here i don't want to know what your type i'll come on live with you yeah. yeah god i'm sweating yeah um did you let do me any yoga no let me let me know uh, if the comments are are in the Discord if uh, if you guys would would like an earlier show or if the uh, the seven forty five time works for you. Um, all right, we're gonna wrap this up. We learned a lot about Brian uh, today. Uh, we learned that he bumped into Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder bumped into him. We learned that he doesn't like to touch fish. We learned that he likes to watch naked yoga in his free time, and we learned that he spent thirty thousand American dollars on a meme coin did i forget anything brian well part of that was gross exaggeration (laughs) okay okay um all right guys the uh the audio as always is posted uh on the podcast feed uh an hour or so after this you guys should subscribe to brian's uh youtube feed also you got uh you still posting the props over on your website right yeah props up for tomorrow nfl uh, PGA ownership, although there sounds like there's going to be weather issues, so it might not even go off. I haven't looked. Um, yeah, and that's I think that's all I got up there right now. All right, and I am headed over to the ship chasing feed for all of you season-long bros cramming for waiver decisions. I'm headed over there right now. So for Brian, I'm Pete. Enjoy watching your naked yoga this week, guys. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.